Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the SAP, the Sex Actually podcast. As always, it is your boy Dave Neal with Tasha Courtney, and we are alone today. How are you doing, Tasha Courtney? Good. Doing all right? Yeah, how's your your cans? Do you sound okay? Yeah, sure do. You sound all right? You got this red lipstick with a nice green shirt, and we've got a Christmas set decoration here at SAP Studios in Hollywood, California. We've got our snowman on the table, and we're ready to share with all of you our favorite Christmas movies we've seen on Netflix this 2019 season. The best, the worst, um, which ones will get you laid? A spoiler alert, none of them got me laid. I don't know, there's something about a PG movie that doesn't get the blood flowing, but it's a good, we, we saw some good stuff. You want to get right into it? You want to talk sure. about your favorites or your, uh, where are you at? Uh, I'm trying to think of my favorites. Do you want me to go through the list of things we've watched and you can say which ones you've liked? Sure. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to start off right away with my favorite. Here's the deal with Netflix movies. Netflix doesn't release how many people watch their, their movies. What's the matter? What do you want? Oh, I was trying to turn my headphones down. I was turning down. Nobody said No that. worries. So Netflix doesn't tell you what's successful, but you can see... You can, yeah, they don't have like a thumbs up and like a they, they got rating. Rid of it, right. they, got, they, they got rid of their rating. And it, you know, it used to be, you know, they'd get a new movie for a year. You know, they'd license out movies and now they're just making them, right? So they're just making... And I think they've their business model is let's make some cheap fucking content um i shouldn't swear let's make some cheap content and we'll be able to just pedal it off to our listener or our subscribers there's a huge demand for christmas movies that they seriously underestimated in the past and so the past couple years they've done a really good job of planning buying making christmas movies and dropping them in november and december you, you know what they're doing is this um marvel movie multiverse like with the Christmas Prince, three years in a row they come out with a, f- a stupid Christmas Prince movie, I'll, I'll, and they're even connected more than that. There's like what there there was a different Easter egg. Oh, it was in the night Christmas the night Christmas night with a K night with a K, and they made two different references to other Netflix Christmas movies. They made a reference to Aldovia, and they made a reference to something else. Yeah, if you're gonna if there's gonna be a Christmas movie with a TV on in the background, it's gonna be showing another Christmas movie. They've really got us hooked. This is like a drug dealer giving you some free meth. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, here's here's a bump of this. I don't know. No, that's a you were worried about swearing and. <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's like a drug dealer, you know. Tis the season. Um, Santa was the ultimate drug dealer, right? He's just drugging everyone up on dopamine and making kids assholes, right? Every you know, the only way you can bribe a kid to be happy all year long is that you're gonna tell Santa Claus if he's not. That's a <laughs> shitty way to raise a kid, I think. Oh, if you're not happy, it's everything's contingent on something. My mom used to say. I think she would say she was going to call Santa, but more of her number one like threat was, I'm going to call the orphanage and take you back. Yeah, that's psychologically <laughs> damaging, Tasha. You've got to see a therapist for that. That's really, really messed up. And she would pick up the phone and dial. How old were you? Tell me you were not under the age of eight. <laughs> Tell me you weren't like four. No. Afraid to go to the orphanage. Listen, I barely have memories before six years old. So I was probably in a pretty safe zone. But yeah, that was her favorite threat. Call the orphanage and take us back. Everyone who's listening to the podcast right now is is going, ah, it's all <laughs> that explained. You're, that's like when you find out Bruce Willis is dead in the sixth. Oh, your mom threatened. We got to call G- can we call Jeannie right now and ask her why she threatened to take you to the orphan? Your mom was adopted. Uh, yeah. Doesn't that make it even worse? 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like this is a fairly common threat, though. No. Well, we're we're we we are um of the uh, the uh, ni- mid nineteen eighties you know uh upbringing where you were given psych people didn't realize they were damaging up you for life psychologically I mean, you are you I'm, know like excuse me no not you in general <laughs> but it parents that do stuff like that it is super manipulative and it probably works in the short run i'm not saying my mom didn't i i was i mean honestly i was a good kid i didn't have to deal with any i was a really good kid yeah, look at you now. I'm afraid to go to the orphanage every time. What if I what if I brought that up in a fight? Tasha, I'm going to send you to the orphanage. I think you would get out a gun. I don't know you have and shoot me. Well, this is not how the Christmas special is supposed to go. No, but tell me, what was your mom's threat? Um, She'd be like, oh, don't make me get a belt or something. And I'd be like, my mom never hit me. She never hit me. She didn't really discipline me. And actually, I think it worked out quite well for me. I think that's why you're <laughs> not disciplined in your life, though. Because I'm not afraid to go to an orphanage. <laughs> no, because you never got your ass smacked. Oh, uh, well, then when Luke came around, he would like tell me. I remember he took matches away from me once, my stepdad. And I love this guy. He's great. But like, he's also, he doesn't really know how to parent either. I mean, he, he had two daughters and like, they're great, but like, he wasn't necessarily he would kind of be like the my way is the highway thing so he would just like rip the the matches out of my hands and i would get like i was like who the hell is this asshole comes into my house that i live with with my sister and my mom at the ripe old age of 11 years old and he's telling me what to do i was pissed yeah but i was also like i gotta respect that like he came in and kind of you know was like all right he he, like they weren't even married they were just dating and he started like fathering me i was like you you want to make me you know what i if you want to look at this through someone else's lens everyone listening is like oh you were a little asshole kid you were playing with matches at 10 or 11 years old? Uh, well, I was lighting candles. I wasn't playing with them. I was just lighting from you. and relighting candles and, you know, trying to light small animals on fire. Um, no, I wasn't doing that. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, we uh, let's. how does this all relate back to Christmas movies? I don't know. We're all messed up. We just want to spend a few hours watching some Christmas movies. Here's the deal, though. You probably don't have enough hours in your day to watch all the content that's on Netflix. Let's just review movies that came out on Netflix this year Um and yeah, so you've got uh, uh, my worst Christmas movie uh, that I've seen this year is the one you've mentioned, The Christmas Prince. It's called The Christmas Prince, The Royal Baby. It's the third of three Christmas movies. And by the way, fear not, let's not do any spoilers, but it is the third uh, in a fake uh, town in Central Europe in some Aldovia. ski, Aldovia, some ski resort, some like fake country in the middle of nowhere. And it's just so. And everyone speaks perfect English, and they're, it's just it's just the most bullshit. Like, yeah, that one was pretty bad. Like, I'm okay with bad movies, but they have to have a point. This one had, like... The a, first two were really cute, though. That's why they kept making them. And, you know, but they're going to make, like, five more before people say no. Anyway, what do you think it got on Rotten Tomatoes? I have no idea. 25%. So, I don't need uh, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I've learned that there's a lot of, like, bad reviews of... There's a lot of movies I like that are, that are right in the 60% wheelhouse. That's fine. 25% means everyone was like man this movie sucks so you can watch it if you like to hate watch things but only if you've watched the first two christmas prince movies don't jump into the third one yeah you're, watch the watch it from the beginning because the first one was good you're moving into a uh that, it's a moving train at this point if you you can't you don't catch up on the third one this isn't that type of film um 
What's your What's your worst? Do you have one that's like that you hated so far? The one that we watched really recently, the Break In one. Christmas Break In oh, with Denise God. Richards. You didn't like the Christmas Break In. I told you from the get go that it was gonna be horrible. And you know what's and funny? You forced us to watch it. Christmas Break In. Um, well, I was like, if touch, if you don't watch Christmas Break In, I'm gonna send you to an orphanage <laughs> where they don't play Christmas movies. And you're like, okay, I'll watch it. Christmas Break In by far was the highest production value movie of all of the netflix movies this year you could argue last year's christmas chronicles was a really good one you remember oh, Christmas? Yeah, Chron- that but that good. but we can't review by the way that's a great movie go watch it if you haven't but that's that's last year's we're not gonna review that but uh, a christmas break-in is basically without spoiling it a home alone movie but it's home at school it's about basically a girl it's who's- home alone with a female protagonist but with like one percent of the fun but they had such a good it, honestly it 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 Movies. I don't really get disappointed at movies. This movie disappoints me in the fact that they had such a good chance to do some awesome stunts. They had such a good chance. They didn't have the budget. No, but they well they spent it all on Denise Richards' face. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the plot line was stiff. So was her forehead. No, she actually looks really good. I think when when you when you compare. But uh, they did have big actors in this movie. So you're like, how did this flop so bad? Speaking of flopping, uh, no, uh, Denise Richards. Uh, Anyone in their 30s, I think any male in their 30s can agree, had one of the sexiest uh, film scenes of our generation. What was it? The movie's called Wild Things with Kevin Bacon. Who does full frontal? You see his dick. Heavy on the head. This is supposed to be PG. I'm sorry. <laughs> Heavy on the head, folks. Now that YouTube's monet- uh, demonetizing, they're actually listening. They have like they scan audio. So I wonder if you talk about um, Kevin Bacon's bacon bits, if they can tell. We'll find out. Uh, so watch this on YouTube if you can. Thumbs up. Subscribe. Uh, yes, yeah, she, had, she, had she had a scene in that movie. It's, a, it's like a real lover's threesomes and it's like real like they're they're stealing they're robbing things and she i don't even know who it was but she was making up some other chick and like i think they went topless too they were like they showed their tits and this is uh we're talking about we're pushing it almost a couple decades ago probably this is one of those movies you wear out on vhs one of the some of the young people that listen are gonna look up this movie and it's gonna be like a square the aspect ratio is yeah. gonna be a square and it's gonna be really grainy no. and they're gonna be like I'm gonna sh- wow I'm this gonna, was Dave's porn look if for the YouTube I'll, I'll show a still of it right now if people can look holy I mean the steam's coming up it's one of those like you know New Orleans swampy pools where like the steam's coming up and you see their tits I mean this was like this was when when this is the uh, the golden age of cinema this was good stuff but anyway now what you do when you've um you know when your uh, your heyday's over is you do Christmas movies and speaking of that we have Vanessa Hudgens um Another, we have, we oh, actually that have, one was so good. Vanessa Hudgens did that one baking one a couple years ago. Uh, which was called The Princess Switch. Yes. Right? Yes. Unless she did another Christmas movie. I think this was her second in a row. Uh, yeah. No, it was Princess Switch. And then um, the one this year is Christmas Night. The K-N- Night Before Christmas. No. Yeah, that's what it's called. The Night Before Christmas. No, it's called Christmas Night. You want me to look it up? Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. I wrote, I literally... K-N-I-G-H-T. I have it as the night K-N-I-G-H-T before Christmas. Well, you didn't... Do you want to look it up right now? You look told it me up. to put my phone on airplane I know, mode. but now this is important. We, we have somebody... Christmas night. Well, what and do you get now that I... Anyway, it was, it was really good. And search search Vanessa Hudgens Vanessa Christmas Hudgens movie 2019. Movie. Because if you search Christmas night, you're going to find Christmas night. Search Vanessa Hudgens Christmas 2019. Which, by the way, uh, the movie about night... 
uh, the, the night of Christmas has seventy one. Oh, what's that, I'm Tasha? Wrong. Hold on, let me turn your your mic on. I'm here. wrong. The night before Christmas. Why are you arguing yeah. with me? I wrote it down, and you're going by memory. <laughs> Center to the orphanage. <laughs> the night before Christmas, starring Vanessa Hudgens, might be my. If you're gonna if you're gonna make a Christmas movie every year, Vanessa Hudgens might. I was never a big fan. I might be on board with anything she's making at this point. She's producing it. She so she's like she's got you know some back end deal with Netflix. Seventy one percent of Rotten Tomatoes. I'm actually surprised they allowed her to make another after last year's yeah because the way that like you were saying that they're doing these marvel universe yeah type things and this one it wasn't the same character was it it's not the same character and they're both netflix and I, but I, i'm cool with it the second the second version is way better so let's just forget yeah. about princess switch and so this one the night before christmas uh, very very simply it's almost like um what's that show that you love i knew you would love this movie because you love time travel oh outland yeah outland basically a knight from the 1300s gets gets transported with his horse of course the horse has to come I mean, along it's super you have to suspend reality a little bit it's super it's cheesy and there are lots of holes in the plot and his accent goes in and out it's bad but it's good but he's like it's it's bad in a what good does he way call, uh, we're not spoiling anything what does he call the freezer you know it's a, so all these funny tropes of like a, a someone from the 1400s coming to 2019 and vanessa hudgens by the way lives in a, a beautiful home by herself it's yeah. like jesus Honestly, christ this makes me it makes me mad watching but you find out it's because who... it's her dad's home like her dad died or whatever you that's not a big that. plot point yeah that was in the oh, movie okay. anyway she has a freezer and he's like super impressed that she's has a freezer and he calls it night the night air <laughs> he's like i left it in the night air and it's <laughs> In the fr- I'm like that's fucking funny. That's funny stuff. I'm I'm tight on like what's funny. Babe, haven't we been talking about this? Why don't you write us a Christmas movie? We're gonna get to that. I have a Christmas movie. Move I'm us gonna pitch. into a big house. I'm I'm going full. I'm going full. Uh, I'm leaning full. I'm leaning all my bacon bits into the uh, into the Christmas sector. Um. So anyway, by the way, can I plug instead of just Christmas movies? I want to plug a show that started on Netflix right recently. I watched the whole thing in three days. I can't wait for it to come back, but it's kind of Christmassy. There's a reason they dropped it at Christmas. Because it's it has a little Christmas. Got snow. It's called Virgin River. It's really good. Who's in it? I don't know, but it's a good romantic series. Is it on Netflix? Yeah. Virgin River. Why aren't you watching it with me? Because you don't watch good things. Tasha, Tasha, she, you, 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 you got your screen time in. You got your screen. You pick shows that you're like, this is going to be a 40 hour commitment. I don't need to wait for my man. I'm going to go join this universe in the Virgin River. All right. Well, well there you go. Virgin River. Tasha uh, promotes that. I, I don't know anything about it. Um, you, I wanted to ask your uh, input on Nutcracker in the Four Realms because I didn't watch that one. You watched it the other night. I caught you watching it. Oh, yeah. That's not just a Netflix one. I think that's a, like a proper movie that came out in theaters a few years ago. Yeah, it was pretty good. Oh, that's not Netflix made? They just bought it? I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure that that one was in theaters. What's but. it? What? Uh, who's it for? Who would, who would like this? It's very PG. It's okay. like um, definitely for kids. It's okay for kids. All right. So we got Royal Baby. Let's get the Royal Baby Christmas Princes out of there. Um, I didn't get to my favorite one yet. Um, uh... Oh, I wanted to give a shout out to Kevin. We have a new Patreon member named Kevin, and um, he's uh, he actually started listening a couple years ago from following your Snapchats. Hey, so. Snapchat, Snapchat. 
I kind of wish I was still on Snapchat, but honestly, I just couldn't keep up with it and way too many dicks in my inbox. Speaking of dicks in the inbox, we have got, uh, uh, this says, this is no transition. Uh, your TikTok is doing well. You've got, TikTok, I got on TikTok. Maybe, I got maybe 12 followers. You got 12, a whole dozen. <laughs> the Tasha dozen over there following all her five second videos for the perfect attention span for Tasha. No, wait, actually, let me, it's really pathetic. Hold I on, think get I a live follow. update. Let's get a live update on <laughs> Tasha's followers. What's your TikTok? It's Tasha underscore Courtney because I took Tasha Courtney years ago and couldn't get myself. No, but you back have the perfect it. video. You've got you bending over, um, uh, playing with the dog, but you can see your cleavage. So you got Basset Hound and cleavage. That's a good one to go viral. And actually, that one has probably the most views of all of them. No, maybe not. Um, okay, so let's. All right, wait, wait, wait. So I have, I'm following 87 people. I have 12 followers and I have 51 likes. On my one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten total videos. All right, I want to get through this before the um, camera dies because I want to. I want to get this. Uh, so please come follow me on TikTok and be my friend because I'm one of. I'm old on TikTok. <laughs> old people need to stick together. She's an old bag on There's TikTok. There's a lot of old people on TikTok that are doing really well though that I follow. How many followers do you have? Twelve. A whole orphanage full. She got an orphanage full of followers. Um, so you like nut, Nutcracker in the Four Realms PG. The night before Christmas, we both agree is a um, like a qual. It's an A quality Christmas film. Yeah, we like it's it. goofy. Uh, there's a love story. It's funny. It's shot well. There's fake snow CGI'd. Just get over it. You know what I mean? With it's today's funny. world, yeah, we can like we get it. better CGI'd snow? They should have snow options like slushy snow, fl- like fluffy. It's all the same fucking <laughs> snow. In that uh, Christmas break-in one, they had like one brand of fake snow on the ground, and then they had like a snow drift with like a a foam, like a different brand of yeah, fake snow that they like crashed a, their car. It just into. looked like a teen foam party <laughs> let out. <laughs> like that's not snow. Somebody just you know used too much suds oh, in the bad. dishwasher. Okay, so night before Christmas, we both agree might be one of the best. That's like probably top three for sure. Um, Christmas break in. I liked you didn't. Um, I also but um, and then shout out to Kevin, our new Patreon who follows Tasha Snapchat. Um, my favorite. I didn't. I, I did not think I was going to like this. I did not. And it made me cry the most. And I say the most because a lot of these <sighs> made me cry. My favorite is a Christmas miniseries on Netflix shot happy with a Mary whatever ha- it's called Mary happy whatever it stars Brent Morin from undateable and who by the way when I did a show with Brent he thought I was younger than him and that's what that was my because I hosted the show and I'm not successful so he th- I just assumed I was younger than him but I'm not a molder uh it's got Dennis Quaid who's got way too many lip uh cheek injections he just uh, is always smiling but I, that must make you feel good when you wake up and you're smiling with uh, you know out of control <laughs> I just, I mean, he really, he really shouldn't be doing that to his face. You're a successful older man and the cards are stacked with you where like Hollywood yeah. likes it when men age and you're still fucking up your face. You're like Ray Liotta. Just what are you leave doing? It alone. Leave it alone there. Anyway, I can't believe how much I loved Ashley Tisdale, which by the way, Christmas season is built for people who starred in, weren't they? High School Musical. High School Musical. <laughs> Zac Efron, where he at? He's too, he's way too successful. To, to, actually, he's done some Christmas movies, I think, right? I don't know. Uh, maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking of it. He, yeah, he's built for Christmas. I mean, he's going to star in the Christmas movie. I'm going to pitch. Anyway, Merry Happy Whatever is, I think, eight episodes. They're all they're very fast, 20, 25-minute episodes shot with a studio audience, like sitcom style. And I thought it was great. I hate 
this type of TV where you got to like hold for the audience applauding. It's very strange. The jokes are horrible, but it was a really great story. There's a coming out story. There's a um, strict dad story. There's a guy who's trying to get accepted to the family. There's a, several love stories. I mean, it's a. I really liked it, yeah, Taja. I good. think. Did you not cry at the ending? No, I didn't You're, cry you, at the you, ending, and I was very surprised you have no soul if you if the, this is a this is a mandatory i was weeping at the thought of how it would end i'm crying thinking about it uh this one hit me great great show eight eight mini eight episodes that would have been a great one if we saved it for when we were with your family but you know you know because it's it's nice to binge that's a good the good binge good binge worthy content um i've got i think we've only got one left that i've written down my favorite show my favorite movie on netflix this year and something happened in it, and Tosh and I both looked at each other and smiled and was like, oh shit, they're going to sing a song. It turned into a musical. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. With 43% on Rotten, Tomato, on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> a Cinderella story, colon, Christmas Wish, semicolon. You know what's oh, good when they... Yeah. <laughs> this, this movie was literally just made to throw in... This is like how I make a YouTube video. They just threw in keywords, a Cinderella story... Christmas wish. It was really bad, but like low budget. If you're into a bad Christmas movie, it's worth your watch. It was so good. The it story was so good. This movie couldn't have been made. You're crying thinking about it. Oh, no. This movie was so good, and it's and it's and it's a loosely. Well, they broke out and saw. That was that was a funny. Movie. I had to pause this movie because there's times when there was like a lift happening and you could see the strings. <laughs> of yeah, it was almost like they knocked off. What's that one that was a big winner the other couple years ago? They knocked off the that L A. Yeah, the, the L A. La La Land. La La Land. Yeah, they did some. They did some La La Land maneuvers on a low budget. This is an Emerson student film project. Let me tell. I'm, but let me tell you, I didn't. I'm not saying I hate watched it. Sure, I had to pause it and show you the strings, but that was, <laughs> but you know, they 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 photoshopped the strings out, but you could see the string underneath the dress where she was being lifted. They didn't realize that. But you, you can't knew f- that it was on strings anyway, just by the anti gravity moves. I just so, wish like, they didn't dub her. I wish they didn't do the. Um, the voiceover, you know, like they, they said, yeah, they could have matched that. She seemed a to have a, better. she seemed to have a good voice anyway. Anyway, it was, a, I don't it, know. I, it, uh, it, even though it was low budget Christmas time, you can watch these types of movies and get away with it. I thought it was great. I thought it was a, obviously like it was over the top. You've got these evil stepsisters. They're all redheaded. You think the redheads would stop putting up with all this, playing all the evil characters, redheaded mom, the daughters, uh, Virgin were, river, redhead lead. There you go. Is she evil? But it's fake red, and you can see the color. So they didn't the 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 evil stepsisters. I thought were really good. There was there was that the the one with the, the bangs, the short bang, the feminist bangs. She was good. The older one was good. I thought they were. I thought it was a really good story and it ended with you know you know these types of movies you just know it's going to end with a giant musical <laughs> and you're just like I'm on board. Send me to the musical. And I don't know you know I don't know if um. If 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 a man who had any sort of bravado whatsoever could watch this and enjoy it, but maybe I've just tapped into the. It was fine. It was like so bad. It was good, and it was a fun story. But but I, I even but the stepmom's the stepmom's face really annoyed me. It's a tough character to play. She was it's, really milking her parts like a little too much. So out of all these movies, who was the best evil character? Because in the Christmas Break In, we had an evil character played by like a forty-year-old blonde, and that she was a good. She played a good evil character. 
I don't know. It's weird when you're watching a PG movie, though, and they, they threaten to kill somebody, and you're like, oh, is this movie going to take a turn? You know what I mean? Like, tonally speaking, there was, like, a lot of death threats in the Christmas break-in. But anyway, um, those are the Christmas movies. That's, that's it. So, uh, pretty good Christmas season so far. So, now we have to talk about the Christmas movie I'm going to make. Should we get into that? Someone's going to steal your idea and write it before you do. Yeah, but if I publish this, I can tell them that they heard it here first. What does that mean? Here we go. Let's just, uh, it's going to be a look. Do you, do you want to hear this or not? Do you want to, you want to, you want to get crazy I don't Christmas? I want to hear about it. I just want you to do it. And I want to be moved into my big ass house by Christmas time next year. A guy goes viral on TikTok. Okay. Super viral. Super viral on TikTok. It gets to his head. The money, the fame, the women. He's in his late 20s, early 30s. Maybe he's in his late, early to mid 30s. Maybe he's 34 and a half, like my age. But he, he doesn't know what to do with all the success he's having. He's um, disowning his family. His friends still love him, but they know he's an asshole. And he gets he gets in too deep, right? Maybe he's working. Maybe maybe there's some like evil guy that's out to get him. Like he's gotten involved with some like mafia or you know a gambling problem. He doesn't know how to spend all the money, the products, the women, all of that he's putting on this outward face where he's smiling and everyone loves him but we find him in one of our opening scenes crying in a hotel room by himself and he's clearly just banged a couple chicks that are sleeping from the throes of passion from his uh you know good tiktok all right uh, get to the good anyway stuff, so that's lame that's so all far. the be- no that's great there's sex there's there's this he's weeping and he was just anyway and then it cuts to him going to like the uh, tiktok awards and it's like some uh you know award show where it's rowdy and there's a red carpet and everyone's cameras are going everyone's got their selfie on themselves it's all this crazy stuff and he and he goes out back to smoke a cigarette right he's smoking a cigarette he's uh, sh- his hands are trembling he's kind of like macaulay culkin before he got his shit together you know what i mean when he's like got all this success but it all came in the last year he's got everything he wants and and yet we find him alone in the back alley smoking a cigarette well a white van pulls up unmarked they wrap a hood around him clock him in the head and kidnap him right we wake up it we wake up the next day at a farm somewhere okay we're in a farm and they take the they take the hood off he's got a fat lip and who is it but two of his childhood friends they kidnapped it's an intervention. Him. It's an intervention. Okay. They knew they had to kidnap him because they know he wouldn't go willingly. So we get the backstory on the friends. They throw down a couple passports. They're ready to go. They get him out of the country. They go to some, some Central America town where they'll never be seen. Okay? And he finally starts to get his shit together. They just want to give him a month just to How calm down. How is this a Christmas movie? We're getting to it. <laughs> so so um, it's the fall, right? And it's like he's he's got all these like people calling him he's got a social media agent all these people that are just mooching off him that just want to make their viral money they're all they can't get in touch with him his phone's just it's just ringing somewhere all right you're really dragging this out okay i think the audience is really enjoying this are they right in sex actually podcast oh my god what's the point okay so then he's in this random place. He's st- the locals are starting to like him, right? They're living... They're- Nothing about a TikTok character is likable. That's the thing. We had to get him to be likable. We had to get him away from his phone. We had to get him away from all of the modern craziness that fucks people's heads up, right? So we get him to this place. We're in, we're in some random place in Panama, right? And and he's start- starting to learn a little bit of Spanish. It's horrible. Hola, he's buying tamales. It's really bad. His friends are like there for him. They're just... And, and, and these friends want nothing from him other than they want so so at you know they're just showing him relics of their past their little league baseball cards 
notes, all these little things, right? And then guess what? He's playing, uh, you know, he, they, they find the local school, tiny little town. There's a soccer game going on. The ball gets kicked to him and he, and he starts kicking it back. So it's recess. He's playing with a bunch of seven-year-old soccer. They don't speak uh, English. He doesn't speak Spanish. What do we find? A woman walks up with a long pencil uh, thin dress or whatever it's called you know what i mean just like the perfect hispanic kind of look dark features dark hair beautiful eyes nice eyebrows and she comes up and he starts speaking spanish to her because you know the ball's kicked in her direction and he's like lo siento uh no hablo and he's very charming and humble because he doesn't understand the language and she kind of giggles and then and then um we hear a, a very american accent from her and it turns out she's working in central america for powder for peace corps or whatever the fuck it is right so then so then he's like amazed that he met her but he's also sort of torn because all of the world knows this guy's the asshole this is the jake paul this is the guy that he did something very messed up in his drug-fueled tiktok rage that like everyone hates him but she's been in panama for the last year she doesn't even know what tiktok to her tiktok's the sound a clock makes she has no idea about this app so she's meeting him on neutral terms but he has to lie he has to tell her sort of a fake story because the real story he doesn't want catching up to him so they kind of start to fall in love. They start to do the things that you do before technology exists. They go to a waterfall. They spend the night helping some locals. They go fishing in the fishing town. All this amazing stuff happens, and then a care package shows up for her. That's right, a care package. Her dad sent her a care package before Christmas. What does it involve? A Rolling Stone magazine. Who's on the cover of the Rolling Stone magazine? The fallen star, our lead character, the TikTok hero the bad boy. And she finds out it was all a lie. He shows up to her with roses, ready to really commit to her. And it's the morning that she read, read the Rolling Stone magazine. So, <laughs> you're dying. I think this is good. No, Why? it's so bad. This is really good. So, so I, I'm not going to tell people how it ends then. So anyway, she flies home. She, um, she, she, I thought you said you weren't going to tell us how it ends. I, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> oh my God. Wrap it up already. I'm she's sweating. She, she, stay, so she wants nothing to do with him. She sees, she kind of sees how much of a, you know, uh, asshole he was to these people. And, and she's kind of built this life of morality. She's like, just go, just go. So what does he do? He goes back home Christmas Eve. It's snowing. The snow's coming down. He's got a young, he's got a young sister who's been waiting at the window for him to show up. And he shows up and they spend the Christmas together and they see that he's changed. They, sh- they see that he's humbled himself. He's been off of social media. He's really taken to returning to who he was. And then, and then we wonder, does she come back for him? That's all I'm going to say. What do you think? <laughs> I think that's good. This reminds me of another bad Christmas movie that was also kind of good that I watched. And it's the one where the girl from Sex and the City goes to Africa to help elephants. Uh, well, if it's good enough for Sex in the City and Elephants, I think this movie could be a hit. See, it ends on Christmas. He makes it home to his family. As much as he wants her, he knows it's not working out and she wants him gone. But then we have to wonder, as he's home with his family, did she have any reminders about the good side of him? Did she learn... I thought we were done talking Did about she that. learn that maybe she needs to practice empathy and forgiveness and understand that he was trying to be a better person all right just write the script (laughs) 
Is it good enough or not? That's a Christmas movie. That's a Christmas movie that takes place in a steamy, steamy Central America. It's got uh, social media addiction. It's got um, drugs, alcohol, sex addiction. It's got um, it's got a guy who wants to uh, redeem himself. It's a story of redemption. All right. Starring Zac Efron and the cast of High School Musical. Anyway, is that it? Do you want to get out of here? Is that all? Is that all for you? I'm okay ending now. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll add a nice little intro there. I got all of my things done. I got my movie. All I wrote was TikTok, TikTok star goes nuts. Friends kidnap him. That's all I got there. Um, we got all of our movies in. You don't have a Christmas movie idea? Maybe a girl gets sent to an orphanage? Maybe, oh, here you go. How about a mom who threatens to send her daughter to an orphanage, but, but during the Christmas season, your wish is my command. She doesn't realize that she has the power to do that. So that so the the daughter mistakenly gets like lost and they have to find her. And her name's Tasha Courtney. She became a podcaster <laughs> and a TikTok star, followed by dozen. <laughs> dozen. Dozen. <laughs> oh, I made Tasha laugh. Oh <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I made Tasha laugh. That's the end of the podcast series. <laughs> the fact that you didn't think that my TikTok movie was good and relevant blows my mind. We're talking about a Zac Efron type star. All right, get Zac Efron. And the female would be like a. Um, I mean, honestly, Vanessa Hudgens would be a good. A okay, ca- you can't reunite them. They had a bad breakup. There's sort. There's bad blood there. Did, in real life. Yeah, they dated in real life, and then they broke up, and then he became a mega star, and she does two Christmas <laughs> movies on Netflix. I was watching. Um, Oh, Zac Efron, man, he's so good looking. I've I've had a few run-ins with him in Los Angeles. Is it is it name dropping when you talk about stuff like this? That doesn't matter. I was hiking Runyon and he ran by with his shirt on. I started hiking faster. Shirt off. Shirt off. He, he had his shirt off and you could just like see every core muscle. You know what I mean? Like you knew you could study biology just by looking at him. You didn't have to dissect him. You just look at him and you go, "That's where the abdominals." Do you think? it would be possible for you to get Zac Efron abs? Yeah. I would need like a full team meal prep. of motivators to, yeah, meal prep me, prevent me from snacking, and force me to work out every day. A few comics had this joke. Amy Schumer had it, but then she was accused of ripping it off from from, a, from maybe SNL, but the joke that like how Oprah could get skinny, it's like, oh, she was so rich, she could just hire a chef to slap food out of her mouth. But that's really what it is. You have a meal prep. I saw these guys, I saw a photo on Reddit of these two dudes. You know the, you know the fridges that are like have a glass front so you can like see into it, kind of like those beverage fridges? They had they bought one of those just to meal prep and they just stacked all their meals for the week in it. That's what you have to do. Cause if you don't meal prep, like today, if I'm running out the door and I'm late, I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts. I'm getting a brekkie sandwich. I'm going to have a, you know what I mean? And by the way, that my, my problem has been that peppermint mocha creamer that we bought. That is all Full sugar, sugar yeah. all sugar. I don't but need that. You made a really good with just peppermint essential oil the you other like day. Yeah. That was, that really was a really good way to get your peppermint flavor without, Speaking of getting fat. peppermint essential I've oils, fat all week this week, and we had peppermint creamer. Well, what day. I'm what I got you for Christmas is going to help with that. I'm like the Peloton ad come to life, which, by the way, got a bad rap. That's a f- perfectly fine ad. Perfectly fine. Did you ad. give me one of those workout mirrors? No, but that would be great. Now, I didn't get you anything that's going to help you work out. This I didn't get you a workout thing. I'm I'm not tacky. I know. I I know wh- what I got you. I like to, uh, I like to grade. You said that Sammy had a questionable reaction. She did, but she also has a lot of questions. She looks confused by me. <laughs> she doesn't get me. <laughs> love you, love you, Sammy. Shout out to you. Yeah, I know you don't listen. Um, but um, 
you've got I've got a scale of how Tasha appreciates a gift, and it's based on how many ohs she does. So if so, what, what did I get you that gave you? Oh, I got you. I um a friend was giving away a um a wand, right? A Harry Potter, a, a Harry Potter which wand. Which you still have not set up for I me. I know we need to set it up. I don't. I need to. I need to like learn how to do witchcraft to set this up. But it's a it's a wand, and if you wand it in the in certain directions, it'll change the channel. So I got it for Tasha, and she and I was like, you're gonna open this and go. <laughs> and that uh, you did you, you literally <laughs> so um tasha's level of happiness is basically how a villain laughs, <laughs> you know what i mean so the present i got you for christmas this year you're gonna go oh, what Ooh. that's what you're gonna say that's that's a fact all right it's good um anyway and it it involves and i don't want to give it away I'm i'm already i'm already uh giving too much away so we got to get out of here but um we spoke of peppermint oils we got a uh, stack of christmas um uh uh soaps that are ready to go out to our patreon members so thank you so much to kevin you joined just in the nick of time thank you so much for kevin for joining and for all of our patreon members that are out there if anyone wants to join the patreon um uh go to patreon.com slash the sap p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash t-h-e-s-a-p and essentially what it is is a site where you can do a monthly service and get weekly content from us over here at the sap we've got some crazy road trips happening and we're going to be doing a lot of content including road casting and podcasting and it's a great place the best part about patreon that i love is that i can play licensed music and not get in trouble for it so i played a new christmas music and some old christmas music and my new favorite old christmas song the mistletoe jam by luther vandross the mistletoe jam everybody kiss somebody I say I can't play it. I have to sing it here. But if you go to the Patreon, you can hear us play different Christmas music and do commentary on our new favorite Christmas songs. And it's a ton of fun. We have a, we have a blast making um, the Patreon. It's been a wild success. I mean, w- w- look, I'll be, let's be honest. Let's, let's uh, cut open the frog here and dissect it. We only have 16 Patreon members, but I'm so grateful for each and every one of them to the point where I'm almost glad it didn't blow up and have 400 where I can't keep track of them. I'm happy to know we got two people in Britain or England, Britain, England. We've got a couple in Canada, which is going to be a bitch to send, you know, postage to Europe for these bars of soap, but we'll do it. And uh, the, like I got to insert Catholic guilt into this. And then we've got the rest that are uh, in the good old trusty United States of America. I think the only local Patreon member might be Vic. Hey, Kyle, if you're in Los Angeles in the next couple of days, we'll uh, hand deliver it. But I know you're about an hour north, so we probably will have to ship that to Kyle. But we got to go find Vic. Save, save, save myself $8 in shipping. Um, and anyway, any Anything else we want to say before we get out of here? Yeah, you want to promote that TikTok one more time? No, thanks. Are you out of steam? No, you just you forgot a Patreon. Christian, he's local. He's not a Patreon member. Oh, okay. But he's been very helpful. Christian out there has been very helpful, but he's not on the old Patreon. But hey, Christian, we love you so much. If you want, I'll just send you the MP3s of all the podcast episodes. If anyone's not, if anyone can't afford the Patreon and want in 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 truly misses us and needs a couple extra hours of content email us sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com we'll just like we said we'll uh, we'll give you a little fix of that you know we'll crack you off some of that crack and uh, hopefully get you addicted to it and then you'll need us but anyway the point of the patreon of course is obviously uh we want to exchange extra content to you but it's really um an investment you're making in us uh helping us uh keep buy new new gear we've got new cameras lighting uh we're buying a drone so you know really uh try to catapult the visual aspect of what we're doing, help us find new followers. Um, my new YouTube's 
uh, taking off Hollywood posers. We just released our fifth episode. We uh, got featured on Reddit this week. We went from zero subscribers at Thanksgiving to 979. We're at 979. And um, the first thousand is going to be as quick as the next 10,000. It's going to be quite the blast. So go over to Hollywood posers on YouTube and you can watch uh, longtime returning returning podcast guests, Channing Apodaca and myself do play-by-play commentary of Instagram photography. Nobody asked and we hardly delivered. It's a really good episode. We almost saw people getting uh, into car accidents trying to get photos at the Venice sign. Uh, we interviewed uh, some Polish flight attendants and some um, Asian people um, in there, and, and we we did a full on review of how they take Instagram photos. And it's kind of creepy. It's kind of funny, and the internet loves it. So I hope you guys do too. But um, anyhow, I'm done promoting things. Patreon.com/slash/app. Tasha is at TikTok. Go find her if you want to see her uh, make dog videos. And we're going to be uh, traveling on a road trip this week yeah, with we're... plenty of content. So you make sure you're subscribed and getting alerts from all of our social medias, right, Tasha? Yeah, turn on notifications for Instagram because uh, we got some seriously cool stuff coming up. I'm super excited. And we can't talk about it yet on the podcast, but hey, why don't we share it with the Patreon members? We'll put it on the Patreon Patreon stories. It's kind of like an Instagram story, so you can catch up on us. And then once we actually get the uh, road trip started, uh, we'll be sharing it with the masses. And thank you guys so much for being a part of our family here, and we really appreciate it. This is a shorter episode, but I think we uh, packed it full of content. Let us know what your favorite Netflix Christmas movies are. Someone yeah, commented... Yeah, if we missed any good ones, we need to know about it. Who was it? Was it Vic, who oh, I could be wrong. Who? No, it wasn't Vic. I don't, I, I can't remember offhand who it was. Someone commented on the SAP Facebook group page that I haven't seen a Christmas story or some movie. Some movie, and I was like, look, I, I just have this thing. If a movie wasn't made before the '90s, I don't want to see it. I just don't like. I don't like how films were shot back in the day. I don't like some sad Christmas movie with some you know coughing old guy eating a Werther's original. It just doesn't do it for me. There's something about it. I love the classics. Yeah. My favorite is White Christmas. Is that the one that she mentioned? Anyway, go. We'll, we'll, we'll put a discussion up on the Facebook group about your favorite Netflix movie. So go to... Well, go, just your favorite Christmas movie. Yeah, your favorite Christmas movie. Let us know. If there's any good ones on Netflix, we need we, to know. Yeah, we'll... we'll we're, I know, I'm sure Netflix will, will be releasing more. You know what I mean? I'm sure they're not done. I'm sure they're going to drop a couple more dimes on us. They're just like... A, they're, you know, Netflix is run by like a hip-hop mogul. They're just like... Boom! Three Prince movies in Christmas. They're like drug dealers. They are. They've just like, oh, you like that? They're you like that? A little taste. Here's another. <laughs> oh, that was good? You like that member of uh, uh, High School Musical? Here's another. We got them all. Ashley Tisdale. Very surprised at how good she was. Very surprised how funny she was. She's funny. I don't know why I was surprised. You just don't hear about these people and they show up and they just kill it. Anyway, folks, that's it from us. So if you want to, go check out our discussion on the SAP. It's a new private group. Uh, group, right? Private group on Facebook. It's where I'm, I'm trying to get some discussion going. So that's where if you have any questions or comments and want to connect with us, go to the SAP or just write in if you want privacy, sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Merry Christmas, Tasha. Bye, everybody. Bye.